0: Welcome to another episode of the Dream Labs series where we go behind the mindset of high achievers. Today's episode is a solo episode with myself, Sabrina Castillo, life and business coach. Wow, I'm really excited for today's episode because it's a personal one. Audrey and I are usually on here having these discussions with women who are doing extraordinary things We talk about their background, what they're thinking, what their mindset is, what their challenges are, and we all get to learn from that, right? And part of what I think Audrey and I have discovered in this journey is that as high achievers or women who are ambitious or first-generation Latinas who are really embarking some uncharted waters, right? Usually, because none of us have ever experienced this, or second, it's just all completely new to us because as individuals, we haven't experienced this, right? So I consider myself someone who is very audacious with her goals, very ambitious, and people from the outside looks like I'm doing a lot. I will say that I love to do the things that I love to do. And within that capacity, it allows me to create and produce a lot and never at the cost of my well-being. So I want to share that first. And I've learned the power of thoughts and how our thoughts create our results and our reality. And through that, I coach women on life and business very specifically because of this reason, because our circumstances are never the reason why things happen. Our circumstances are just that. There are things that are happening. And you've heard this, right? We get to choose how we think of things and how we wanna feel and how that's going to reflect in the way that we do things. But without a clear understanding of what that means, it can do two things. It can make us more confused. It can make us feel stuck. And I wanna eliminate that for you. So here's what I wanna share about life and business or your career life is going to happen and that is not a negative thought and that is not a morbid thought like life will happen good things will happen bad things will happen in spite of that you still get to create what you want to create so I would say about a week and a half ago my life turned upside down because my dad has Alzheimer's and he had to move to New Jersey because he needs additional care and both my brother and I live in New Jersey. So it is easier for him to be here than for us to support when they're living in another state. With that said, I wanna share that anybody who's going through this, I think there are stages, just like the disease. I think there are stages in the way we handle things as family, right? We've known for about three to maybe four years, but definitely three years where we've seen how the disease has developed. We also went through this with my grandfather. And what I want to share is that this is what I mean. This is one of those circumstances where things will happen. So about a week and a half ago, we realized that the best place for him would be here. And one of the things that we realized is we had to not only become intimately aware of what kind of care he needs, but what he's going to need over the next year or two or however long that he can live with this disease. But also what are we going to need specifically me, right, as the caretaker? Um I don't do it alone. My mom fortunately and is very involved and I really admire for the care that she's able to provide for him. So, but what happened, right? I still have two little kids. I still have a business that I'm trying to grow and we have a restaurant and I have a husband and I have friends and I have all those things. And I just wanted to walk you through what happened in my mind and how fortunate I feel that I'm skilled in coaching. And I'm not saying that you have to go become a coach to manage this, but it does help when you're working with somebody who is skilled in this. And While I'm able to self-coach, I also work with coaches. And so walking through all of these thoughts over the past week and a half with the various support system that I have has been very helpful because family wants to help, but they're also dealing with their own things. Friends want to help, but they want to help from a place of like taking the pain away from you. And while that's very helpful that is not something that someone can do for you, right? So it's very generous the way they offer help sometimes, but it doesn't mean that it's always helpful to you, right? What i needed help with was really managing like how do i want to think about this circumstance and how is it going to affect my business and my life and my day to day? And this might self this might sound selfish, but i did not want this to change my day to day as much. And I think that we're trained that when a circumstance happens, that we're, we go into this automatic thought of like, everything is going to change. And I want to learn that everything will, but only the things that you want to change. Some will evolve and some will shift a little, but it's not all going to turn upside down. It might for like a day or two or maybe a week, depending on how much support you have to think through these thoughts. But for me, it was about three or four days, right? Um, And here's the process that I had. And I wrote a blog about it. And I wanted to come on here and talk about it because I think that a lot of us need this. You think that everything is going good. And the first thought you had was like, something is always going to happen. Of course, this happened. It's always something, Those thoughts are not helpful. And I want you to just think about how you could reframe that. So things have been going well in the aspect of the type of balance that I have. And if I sit here and think about how, well, it was too good to be true, then it's allowing my brain to think that things will never be good for me. And I want to actually share with you the thought that I've been having is that things still are good for me right? I'm still able to provide for myself, for my family, have fun. I do have to shift in the way that I create space for myself and my family and my friends. And how that affects me day to day is something I have control over, right? I'm able to really think through on how actually it still gets to be really good. That's a decision. Like I decide to think that. Will I have sad moments? Yes. Will I have frustrating moments? Yes. Will I have overwhelming moments? Yes. That leads me to the word overwhelm. When the circumstance changed for me, which is now I have a new title, caretaker, I felt very overwhelmed, but I had to really list it out. So that's the first thing that I wrote on the blog. I had to list it out. Why? Because overwhelm is just that. It's a fog in your brain and there's no solution to overwhelm you have to want to find the solution for yourself. Not for others to find it for you, but for you to find it for yourself because that looks very different than what people want to provide for you. So I listed why I felt overwhelmed. And the first thought that came to my mind is I don't have answers, right? Because it's a new scenario. It's something I haven't lived through. And it's the healthcare system is very overwhelming is all I will say. So The thought is I don't have answers. Here's how I walk through that. Is that true or is that false? Well, there is some truth to that. I don't have all the answers and there's some things that are not true there, which is I do have some answers. I just don't like the answer, right? So while the healthcare system can be very overwhelming, you have the answer. You actually just don't like the answer. So once I listed the things that I didn't have answers to and the things I did have answers to that I didn't like, it allowed me to start thinking about how do I want to approach the things I don't have answers to and the things that I have answers to that I don't like the answers to. I wanna repeat that, sometimes you have the answer, you just don't like the answer. So that's what I did. And that started to eliminate some of that fog. So I want you to think about overwhelm as fog. Why? Because it gives it a visual overwhelm. Like if I just write that down, your brain is going to make something of it and it's not always going to be in your favor. So I give it a visual fog. It started to clear up some of that fog and I had to accept the things that I don't know, the things that I do know that I don't like and that because I don't like the answer that I have, I feel uncomfortable making certain decisions. And then I had to write down that I will make some decisions and 50% of them will be good and the other 50 might not be. And it doesn't mean that I don't care. It doesn't mean that I did something wrong. It just means that these are the facts. So when I allow myself to do that, I was able to really... Just start to have some more objectivity around the questions I was asking, okay? The second thing that I did is looked at what the support that I needed. And I broke it down into support that I need for myself, support that I need to have fun with, support that I need to get from someone who's gone through this, and then support that I might need additionally at home. And I really broke them down into those categories so that my brain can look for the right things. So I'm just going to take one of them. Let's say have fun. I have scheduled, whether it's brunch or coffee dates, whatever you consider fun, right, with certain friends who I just know I'm going to have fun with, right? I may talk about this. I may not talk about it. They're aware of it. And I just know that you know those people you have fun with, right? And that's what I did, right? Like I listed them and I put names to these people and it's not putting a burden on them because I'm only asking them to show up in their true authentic self to meet a need for myself. And while it's not always gonna work perfectly that way, it does allow your brain to start clearing up some more of that fog because now you don't feel alone in this. The other role that took a little bit more effort and vulnerability to be frank is finding people who have gone through this because it means you have to share your story so people can share with you I've been through this and this is what I learned and this is what I wish I would have known and I want to talk about that because when I wrote the blog I did it with that intention that I'm going through this and it's possible that someone knows they're going to be heading into this and I hope that I can provide some insight and also The feedback that I got from people who have gone through it has been very helpful. And so there is power in knowing when to share your story. It's not something that we have publicly shared too much, but I did get permission from my mom because we all know that sharing our personal challenges is not always fully accepted in our culture. And I was very fortunate that she understood the why behind it And I told her that our story can help other people. So circumstances are going to happen, whether you're in business or whether you are in your career, whether you're heading for success or feeling comfortable, whatever it is you're doing, challenges will come. Preparing for them would be ideal, but we don't always get to do that. But understanding how to manage your emotions And the needs and support you're going to need when you see it coming is very important, right? So for me, I started to feel the overwhelm. And I had some resistance because I'm a person who, you know, I get coached on a lot. I coach a lot. So when I knew it was coming, I did go into a resistant mode of like, oh, I already know what to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then I had to slow down. But because I'm able to do that, I was able... To not spiral completely out of control. Because when this happened, because of my support system, people were asking me how I was doing and I was saying, I'm good. And I was until I wasn't, right? So for me to get to the level where I had to write down what my overwhelm was, was because I had a complete breakdown. By breakdown, I mean like I felt very overwhelmed and I cried for not very long, but I cried and even if you cry for a very long time, it's fine. But I cried and I felt great after that. I had clarity and I was able to slow down and think through the process I just gave you. So the process is understanding that overwhelm needs a visual and it looks like fog. And there are very specific things that you can ask yourself and be honest with yourself so that you can provide a solution for yourself. A solution provided for yourself is much better than someone giving you a solution. You ever talk to someone and they try to solve your problems for you and you feel like that's not really what you wanted to hear or it's not really what you needed? It's because they are only providing what they can within their capacity and that's not always what you need, right? So understanding what this is like is super important. So this is behind the thoughts and mind of high achiever right someone who really strives for success on her terms and these things life and challenges happen to everyone and being coached up and being supported and having a community that can help you understand yourself through the process is so valuable so if you're going through something like this hit me up on IG. I'm willing to talk to you about it. I don't want you to feel alone. I'm at the Sabrina Castillo, or you can hit us up at the dot dream lab. Furthermore, if you really want to feel what support looks like so that you can learn to manage and really create a framework for yourself like this in your life, join us in our community. It is open and we're going to kick off in January with an incredible new curriculum that is going to help you feel what success looks like on your terms for your life and business. So you can go to thedreamlat.info. You can join our community there. I will say that at the end of January, the price of the community will be going up. Partly because there is so much going into that community right now. And Audrey and I are really looking and evaluating and reflecting on how we coach people to get the results that they want. We're really focused on results. Like I want you to put a goal and get the result. And not just to say, yay, I achieved this, but to really know that you fundamentally changed your thoughts and rewired the way you do things so you can always create these results, right? Long-lasting results, not just quick fixes. That's why our community is a year long. When you join, it's for a year. Because nothing changes in three weeks, 21 days, or even three months sometimes. We're all different. And you shouldn't feel bad if things take a little longer for you. Furthermore, when you have a result, you also have to learn how to keep your results, which is something I have learned over this past year. So if you want to join us, we're excited to have you. We're going to kick off with a new improved Heal and Elevate in January. Join now. You still get to join the calls for this month. And I can't wait to meet you if this is you. If you just want to talk about the challenges that you're having and if coaching is for you, you can also DM me and I'm happy to have a conversation with you. Have a beautiful day and I'm excited for anyone who joins and really excited for anybody who got insight and value out of this episode. Have a beautiful day.